We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Bardwell. To hear more, please use our media player at PCAChurch.com and join us every Sunday at 1030 at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City. Now join us for the following message. Make you feel welcomed. Well, I have two messages that I was going to preach today, so I'm just only going to preach one. And the one I'm going to preach is one that uh, I have only preached once in my life. Actually, it's not really a message. But today I want to challenge this church. I've only done this one other time in my ministry that God really pressed this upon me to do this as a church. <clears throat> today I'm going, to, I'm going to give you a challenge. We have one month from now until Easter. And God has put it up on my heart really heavy. I, I want God to be able to do what God wants to do. And so do you. That's your heart's desire. And I believe that when we, we really put that into our focus and we really make that our agenda, then we have to go to one place. Since the January the 1st of this year, I have been personally fasting two meals a day every day since January the 1st this year for this church. I don't say that publicly to, <clears throat> to do anything other than to let you know that I would never do anything without asking myself first to do something. <laughs> I've been fasting two meals a day, every day, seven days a week for this church. I want this church to be a bright light for this city, for this county, for this state. Don't you? We want that. The disciples were having a hard time. Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration. With, with some of his close inner circle. While he was on the mountain down happening in the city was a, a, a father who brought a, his boy to him who was demon possessed. They tried and tried and tried to, to pray for the boy to cast out the demon. And Jesus and, and the three other disciples came down from the Mount of Transfiguration. And, and the father was, was beside himself because the spirit would take the boy and throw him into the fire and just It was a horrendous situation. The disciples were frustrated because they wanted to do what they had seen Jesus doing. And they, they were in this confused state and they looked at Jesus and said, why can't we do this? And Jesus' response was some things only will happen when you fast and pray. A lot of things can happen when you pray. But if you really want to get God's attention, fast and pray. Paul tells us that we are to constantly put our bodies under subjection. To be disciplined. That's part of being a disciple. Now, I know that all of us are different. Some of you have real medical...
medical situations. I, I, uh, I called a fast once before, and a lady who had a medical situation, she, she, she tried to do it, but her, her medical situation would not allow her to fast in the way that the church was being challenged. And today I want you to hear this. If you have medical situations that will not allow you, then you fast to the point that you can. To where you can. If you need to eat something every two or three hours to keep your blood sugars up or whatever medical situation is, you take care of your body first. I don't want anybody to, to be harmed. Fasting is not to bring harm. But fasting brings focus. When I fast, I take that energy that I would be putting toward myself and I put it into prayer and I focus my prayer on, on what I need God and want God to respond to. Some of you may go, well, Pastor, I, I can't fast two meals a day. That's fine. Fast one meal. Well, I can't fast one meal a day. Fine. Fast one meal a week. Whatever your, your level of intensity is, whatever your level of being able to, that's what I'm challenging this church to today. You may be able to fast three days in a row. I don't know. I'm not calling a specific fast on how to fast. But what I am calling this church to is a place to where all of us begin to take it serious that we want God to move. Amen. Amen. We want God to move. I feel a desperation in my spirit that we must have a divine move of God. Yeah. And I know that's going to be interpreted different to every person. But what I mean by that is, I want there to be such a power of praise in this house. I want there to be such a power of preaching in this house. To where it draws people. The Bible says that when we lift up Jesus Christ, He will draw all people unto Him. We don't need to get into programs of how to grow a church and systems of how to do this and that. We have one calling upon us, and that's to exalt the Lord Jesus Christ. Exalt Him that He is crucified, He was buried, He's resurrected from the dead, and He is alive. And we exalt Him in our praise, in our worship, in our life, in our attitudes, in the way we talk, everything about us. But from today to the Easter Sunday, I challenge every one of you to set aside some part of your life. Whether it's one meal a week, one meal every third day, whatever the Holy Spirit would prompt in your spirit to fast and pray. There may be a situation in your family, in your life, to where you need to fast and pray. Now, personally, there have been many, many, many times in mine and Sandy's life that we together as a couple have fasted and prayed. I did not ask her to do this with me. So, matter of fact, she probably didn't even know it for a long time. But here's what the Bible says. Jesus was talking in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. It's called the Sermon on the Mount. In Matthew, he talks about fasting. 
Matthew chapter 6, I believe. And when he talks about fasting, he said, don't put on the sackcloth and the ashes and walk around telling everybody, I'm fasting. Trying to outwardly be holier than everybody else. Jesus says, don't do that. But he says, when you do fast, take a bath, take a shower, put on the best clothes you got. Put on your best face. And don't let anyone even have the hint of knowing that you're fasting. Because if you want to fast so that everybody around you gives you applause, oh, what a holy man of God, you're such a faster, you fast. If you want that, then that's all the applause you're going to get. That's, all the, that's the only reward you're going to get. You're going to get it from mankind. But he said if you do things in private, where only the Father sees it, then the Father will reward you. I don't want a reward from anyone here on this earth. I want to get the attention of my Father. So there's no way, there, there, there's no way my wife even knew for weeks that I was fasting. She, she kept asking me so many times, Honey, are you sure you don't want anything for dinner? Kind of pushing food on me. No, babe, I'm all right. I had a big lunch. I'm good. I'm all right. I didn't tell her. Until after a few weeks, she started to get her feelings hurt. She started fixing these meals and I wouldn't eat. She's like, why am I even cooking anymore? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so finally I had to tell her. I said, well, honey, I, I just feel like the Holy Spirit's put this upon me. So I'm fasting breakfast and dinner. I want God to do the things that he does and when he responds to fasting and praying. I've seen him do the miraculous. And I want to see it again. I've seen revival in my churches that I've pastored. And I want to see that again. I want to see it to where people get here early. I want to see it to where at 10, 15, everybody's already been in here 15 minutes. And some of you have been up here at the front praying and believing God for a mighty move of God in the service. I don't want people walking in at 1045 and, and 11 o'clock going, well, if we just show up late because I know they're going to sing for 20 or 30 minutes, so let's just get But No, no, no. I want you to be here early. I want you to be praying. I want you to be walking around this auditorium saying, God, might have a mighty move of God in this place. God, we need your power. We need your might. God, I need you today. I, I've got things in my life that, that need to be broken. I've got strongholds that need to be released in my family. I've got loved ones that are lost and going to hell. I, I've got a physical need in my body that needs healing. Lord, I've got other friends that need to be saved. I know people who are having medical issues that I believe God you can heal. We've got to give God's attention. I want a mighty move of God. You do too. This nation in, in Kane County, we need a mighty move of God. We want to let there be a revival. There is a sound about revival. It is. People are excited about church. People are excited about the presence of God. You don't walk in dreading it. You walk in going, I can't wait. I can't wait. Kids get up on Sunday morning. Mom and Dad, hurry up. Let's go. Yeah. Man, I'm hungry. I am thirsty. And the Bible says, they that hunger and thirst shall be filled. And so today, I want to include you in on this fast. I don't want you to walk around moping, telling all your friends at work, oh, 
pastors called us on a fast. So brothers and sisters, I will not be in the break room. I will be out in the car praying. For all of you heathens who can still eat. Now, now that you take and set aside some time and you focus on God and you focus on what you're praying about and, you, and if you don't have anything to pray about, then pray for me. I'll give you tons of stuff to pray about. I want us to have a move of God that, that all of a sudden gets the attention that puts stuff in the newspapers. That, that all of a sudden news, news television people start to go, what's going on? Why, why are so many people here? Why, what's happening? Man, people are getting healed. People are getting saved. People are getting delivered. That's the church in action. I'm very nervous for church today. That we're limited in it to 45 to 50 minutes. Get in, get out, and move on. Listen, we, we've got to have more than that. Amen. And I'm not saying it's got to go past 12. I'm just saying the time we're in here, we've got to get after it. got to get after it. I don't want to waste five minutes in the presence of God. Amen. I don't want to waste your time. But I believe today, if you stop and you think about your life, I believe the Holy Spirit is going to give you pinpoint accuracy and give you vision and clarity as to what you should fast and pray about. I believe that. And it may be one thing, then it may be another. And I'm telling you, the more, the more you start bringing your body in subjection and your mind in subjection, you begin to all of a sudden hear God speaking more. He is always talking. God never shuts up. We just don't always listen. The Spirit of God is always moving. And He's always speaking to the church. And we've got to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. And so today I want to encourage you. I want, to, I want you to pray about this. I want you to say, God, what is it in my life? What is it in my family? What, what are you trying to do? And then I want you to pray for our church. Pray for our community. We've got too many drug addicts in this town. We have too many people who are bound by the enemy who need to be set free. And listen, that doesn't just happen. It happens when people fast and pray. There are serious things that need serious prayer warriors who are not weak in their prayer time, but they're highly effectual, fervent prayers. And get in the presence of God. When I was growing up, they called it grabbing a hold of the horns of the altar. I didn't know what it was. It scared me as a kid. But that just meant they wasn't going to stop until they got an answer from God. Until they got a peace about it. And I've been fasting and I, and I, I can't get a peace about stopping it. I said, God, what do you want me to do? And this week he told me, he said, I want you to now invite everybody else to join you. He said, I want the leadership under my authority. And I brought you under my authority first. And now I'll bring this church under my authority. Because my authority is what needs to be the one in control. Amen. Not your will. But God's be done. That should be our prayer. That's what Jesus cried out. Not my will, but thine be done, Father. Every day of my life. That's part of the Lord's prayer. 
And I believe that however you confess, whatever it looks like to you, that you do it with this earnestness and fervency in your spirit that you need God to move. To move mightily. To move powerfully. I believe in praying specifically for specific things. God, I need you to do this. A few months ago, we had a little card, four things we were praying about. I'm not going to do that again, but I believe the Holy Spirit's going to put things on your heart. And I know, I know my Father, I know my God, that when a church begins to fast and pray, oh, He will show up. Amen. He will show up. In mighty power. Mighty power. And for some people, that's a little scary. I embrace it. Because if there's anything in my heart that needs to be burned up and gotten out of there, I want it out. You don't hear that a lot today in preaching. But listen, I believe all of us need to get a little closer to the fire and get some things burned out of our lives. Attitudes, words. Listen, we're not here to tear each other down. We're here to encourage one another. We're not here to be critical. We're here to build up. We're not here to say, hey, I'm better than you. We're here to say we're all in this thing together. We need to be a church. The church, here's what God said about the church. That the gates of hell will not prevail against it. We are on the offensive. We're not on the defensive. We are the ones who march straight at the enemy. The enemy does not march straight at us. We put the enemy under our heel. We do not allow him to talk to us face to face. And we have got to get the posture of who we are in Christ. And who he has positioned us as. We are the head, but not the tail. We are children, heirs and joint heirs of Jesus Christ. And we need to act like it, talk like it, think like it, live like it. Worship like it. Praise like it. And I believe that if you will follow me as we go through this together, I believe we're going to see God do great things in your lives, personally. God's already been doing a lot of things in my life, personally. But He's already been doing some things that I've started to pray for. He's already starting to do it. And guess what? You want to get hell mad? Just start fasting. Because then he knows you're serious. You're not just playing games. We're not bouncing a ball around. So if you don't want hell to get mad at you, don't fast. Don't be shocked when all of a sudden you start praying and fasting and everything in your life starts going wrong. Don't be surprised. Expect it. Sandy and I get to where we laugh at these things. It just gets to be hilarious. But the enemy cannot win. Amen. For we are strong and in the power of his might to pull down strongholds, to destroy every wicked thing that rises up against us. And I want that more than anything. I want to be able to take the things of the enemy and destroy them. I'm tired of the enemy taking things. He's taking things from the church. He's taking things from you. He may have been trying to take some of your kids. Don't let him. Fight. Fight for your marriage. Fight for your kids. Fight. Fight. 
Don't lay down and let the enemy win. Bow up. I've told you before, I hate quitters. I hate quitters. I don't want to be on your team if you're going to be, just because we're down 50 points, don't you dare quit on me. Don't you just halfway run down the basketball court or halfway throw a block or halfway swing at a pitch. Don't just take your jersey off and go. We don't need another out. We don't need somebody out there 4 on 5 or 10 on 11. We need, we need to be full and strong. We need to be mighty and powerful together. And when, when two of us get together, three of us get together, as touching earth, things in heaven get touched. When two or three agree in my name, whatsoever you pray about on earth, it gets done in heaven and comes back down. Power of exponential prayers and focus. And I, I've been doing this by myself, but today I'm including you. And I believe that when we get together, we're, becoming, we're going to become an exponential force that hell cannot handle. He's going to bow up and he's going to look real big and he's going to try and scare you. And that's when you've got to stop and you go, wait a minute. I know in whom I have believed. And I know he is able. Able. To keep that which I've committed against that day. Listen. I am here today to challenge you from now till Easter to focus. You may not confess two meals a day, but you can pray harder twice a day. You can find some time two times a day to pray. You can find some time to write some things down that, the, that God is saying to you and encourage somebody else and give them strength. The enemy tries to isolate us and try to make us feel like we're all by ourselves. And I really feel like that today God is wanting me to speak this to you. I'm speaking this out of my depth of my heart. And I'm calling you to this fast today. I've only done it once in my life. I don't take this lightly. I love food. I don't play around when I miss a meal. I love Miss Pat's cheesecakes. Been a lot of good food on Wednesday nights in there I've not eaten. Sunday mornings. It's hard to walk in there and not eat. It's not easy. But I want the things from God that, that I want to go in hard after and get them. I don't want just the, the easy things. I, I want to go into the very holy of holies and say, God, I want that. I want your power and your presence in my life. I want that when I pray, all, all of a sudden you, you begin to hear with a different ear and say, hey, wait a minute, he's not playing around. That pastor, that pastor stopped playing around. He stopped just talking, and now all of a sudden he's speaking the word of God to my people. And I've got a people that will listen to me. They will hear my voice. My sheep know my voice. And I believe today you're hearing God speak to you in the depth of your heart and calling you to a place of fervency and fasting and a closeness that you haven't been in a long time. It's easy. The Bible calls it this word. It's called drift. Say the last days they will drift away. That picture is this. 
you're, you're in a little aluminum boat, little, little individual boat. I know there's not aluminum boats in Greek, but that's what it pictures. You're in this small little boat, and you lay down for just a minute, and you doze off. And when you wake up, you don't realize it because you haven't felt the movement, but now you're way out from the shore. You've moved, and we're unaware of it. The Bible says in the last days that, it, that the churches, the church will drift away. And they don't even realize they're moving. I'm here today to say, hey, wake up. Let's get back close to the shore. Let's get back close to the Father. Get back to the throne. To where when we kneel, we're right at His feet. He's not way over under. He's right here. I hope you were blessed by Pastor Bardwell's message. Join us anytime at PCAChurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.